Devotional, your weekly Devo podcast. My name is Jeff Goki, and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to my new, that's right, my new front porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, some of you are wondering, like, man, what happened? You were going strong there. Three a week, we were jamming, and then all of a sudden, you kind of went away. Well, uh, what happened was I had to pack up a uh, a, a house, uh, put it into a trailer, and then move my family over here to Phoenix. Uh, we were in a hotel for about five days, and then we just moved into our new house that we were able to buy. We're so grateful for that. Uh, moved into our new house last Thursday. And uh, and so here we go and back at it. I actually started on Monday. Uh, my restarted, I should say, uh, my nonprofit Phoenix One. So if you want to go check that out, it's www.phx1.org. Um, that's my nonprofit. I started 10 years ago and we've kind of relaunched it. So that's a part of us coming back to Phoenix and leaving California. We loved, loved, loved our time in California and the people there and the church there. Just so grateful for every single person, uh, at Hillside Community Church and, uh, grateful for our friends and time. But, um, God moved us here, and uh, so this week, uh, getting back into the office and meeting people, building, uh, continuing on some relationships and friendships that we had here from four and a half years ago when before we moved to Phoenix. So it's been a really sweet week, kind of chaotic, just trying to get a house put together. Our house was built in 1949, so it's got kind of all these quirky things. Like I literally, I woke up. The first night or the first day we were in the house, like the, you know, we had one overnight and then woke up in the morning to like four family members going, hey, this is broke. Hey, could you help me with this? Hey, this is not working. And I'm like, okay, okay, hold on. You know, so I'm like going around this house and kind of fixing little things and getting settled in. But we're so grateful to be in a home, grateful to be in Phoenix, uh, still in some ways grieving that the loss of leaving California, but also anticipating uh, what God has for us uh, here in California. Uh, for those of you who continue to listen, welcome back. So glad that you have tuned back in. Uh, and for those of you who continue to give on Patreon in, in a multiple, multiple uh, different ways, just thank you so much. I really, really appreciate it. I'm so, so grateful for those of you who listen and those of you who contribute financially to this podcast. Really, really appreciate it. Before I move into the passage, a little update on the devotional. The devotional is done. It is now, so I have a physical copy of it. And now I just have to go through a few weeks of editing with some people. And then once it's edited, I believe in the next few weeks, it will be available on Amazon, which is pretty cool. So uh, I will let you know when that's up and coming. You can also look at our social media. That'll uh, that'll let you know kind of when that's going to launch. Okay, here's our passage. 2 Corinthians 1, 5. Oh, man, this is good. For we, or sorry, for as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly abundantly. In comfort too. Let me read that again. For as we share abundantly in Christ's sufferings, so through Christ we share abundantly in comfort too. Uh, when I, we moved down to Phoenix uh, initially, the first time, so we lived in Phoenix for 11 years before we moved to California. 
when we moved down the first time, I, I had kind of, I had a job lined up. I was actually helping a church launch, but they couldn't pay me. So I had to get a, a, a job in construction. So I, I got a job uh, working dry utilities. So I was a foreman for a crew doing dry utilities in Phoenix. So mind you, I had, we had just come from Chicago, right? Chicago's pretty mild weather, you know, a little humid in the summer, but not too hot, right? Rainy, lots of snow. Uh, but for the most part, hadn't really experienced heat. And then we roll into Phoenix and it is 120 degrees and I'm working in the desert in Casa Grande, Casa Grande, working in the desert in the desert, like literally digging. A part of the job is that we're digging in the desert. And so I was, I felt like purgatory. I'm like, what is happening? And so I, you know, I, I know nothing about really about Arizona, about Phoenix. And so I get these machines and I start digging and I realize how difficult it is to start digging through the dirt. Like it won't work. And I'm going, what's going on? Well, I notice everywhere that there are huge, I mean, massive water trucks kind of driving all around. And so I start learning from the crew, from uh, the people who are training me that in Arizona like you it's 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 so unwise like it's like digging in concrete uh if you if you if you don't put water on it so what they do is they put water on the dirt and they allow the dirt to soak and then they're able to excavate all that they need to do so this became the process in which we did over and over and over, they would add the water and the water would soften the ground. And as a result of softening the ground, now you could actually move forward. And I think so often as it relates to kind of as I was trying to process uh, through this passage is this feels a bit about what this passage is trying to talk about. Suffering feels like this uh, hard soil, right? But there's also, there's this water that's attached to it, this comfort that he's inviting us into that softens the suffering up, softens this up. And so I was trying to like personalize this for myself, think through this passage, and it, it struck me uh, so strongly about certain things about my life because I, I, I tend, and maybe you're like me, but I tend to be a bit masochistic in my walk with Jesus. Like... Like it's all, it all has to be hard, right? It all has to be hard in order for me to learn or grow spiritually. And, it, you know, in many ways I'm like, okay, here we go again, right? And I, and I put my head down and I just plow through it. I just plow through it. And then in the end, right, I'll get through that thing and I'll be a better person or I'll learn more about myself or I'll learn more about Jesus or I'll, I'll learn more about how to love other people. Or I'll learn about the different dysfunctions in my life. Like I have had this view of, uh, this, this view of my life, spiritually speaking, I would say for a, a really large portion of my life. But here's the other thing. I start thinking, and maybe some of you are like me in that way. Maybe you guys are like, no, you're just crazy. I'm not like that at all. But I think there's other people. I think there's other people that just want to give up. Like when things are hard, right, they just want to give up. They're like, I'm done. Nope, no more. I'm out. I'm out. I can't take it anymore. Like, you know, I, I had this idea of like, it's like a runner who is running a race and his lungs are burning, right? And you're so close to the finish line. You're so close. And he just gives up. He's just like, I can't take it anymore. 
right? And, and then I, I think for me, I'm more like my lungs are burning. I'm like, this is what it means to run the race, right? This is the suffering that I'm supposed to go through. This is what it means to run, right? And some of us, in the way that we deal with our spiritual lives, the way we deal with suffering and conflict, pain and hurt, we kind of approach it in one of those two ways. And we're being invited into this passage in a different reality because these realities, these realities of sufferings, remind us that we are not fully home, right? These things where I'm just going to, life's hard and I'm just going to barrel through it or I'm just giving up, I'm just over. Right? Suicide right now is on the rise, like on the rise. You know, medications are on the rise. You know, psychosis is on the rise, right? Because there's real pain, real hard that's happening right now in our culture, in our world, and in many people's lives. And this is a reminder to us that we are not home, that we are not in eternity. Whereas we know in Revelations, it says that every tear, that he will wipe every tear away. And so here's the interesting thing. Paul, Pastor Paul, knows this, right? He's been exiled. He's been abused in prison. But something, something has changed in him. Heaven has come to earth. The comfort of Christ has come alongside of the crucifixion, right? Because if you remember, Paul is constantly, Pastor Paul is constantly encouraging people to be crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ who lives in me. But he sees in himself and the congregation, he sees their suffering, their hurt, their pain, everything they're going through, right? He sees it, and he sees that they're weary and that they're hurting. Maybe you feel that right now. Just weary, hurting, hard questions. Why? So he speaks these beautiful words. He says this, Receive the comfort alongside of the crucifixion. Now, if you're walking with me and you're like, wait, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't like that. I thought once we come to know Jesus, everything gets easier, right? And I would say this. I would say, I would say, okay, it does. It, it does. But most often, not in the way we want. You know, like a child, we, we first want uh, his mom and dad, right? Like a, a child wants his mom and dad to kind of hold on and not let go of the back of the seat of the bike, right? A child's learning how to ride a bike, and the mom and dad are holding on to the back of the seat, right? And, and the child says, nope, don't let go. It's too scary, right? It's too, it's too risky. It's too much. And, and the child is afraid of getting hurt, right? We have been released by the blood of Christ, his death and his resurrection to serve the world. And here's the thing, it's costly. It's really costly. It's going to cost you everything. If you've made a commitment to follow Jesus, it's costly. It's beautiful, but it's costly. But we also gain everything. Because the world is not comforting us, right? Christ is comforting us. That's why he says, come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, 
and I will give you rest. I will comfort you. When we choose to give up, we reject the comfort of Christ. I want you to hear that. When we choose to give up, we reject the comfort of Christ. When we plow through and just survive on our own, we abandon the comfort of Christ. It's almost like this. Oh, I got this, right? I feel like so often in my life, it's just been like, God, you know, I, I, not that I would actually say this, but in the way in which I live my life, I'm like, God, I got this. I, I'll get through it. I, I got through it before. I'm a survivor. And as a result of that, I abandoned the comfort of Christ. He wants to meet me in my hurt and pain. But when we suffer well, we will be comforted well. When we suffer well, we will be comforted well. We get to live into the mysterious paradox of crucifixion and comfort. So much of our lives are about paradox. You know, the first shall be last, the last shall be first. When you lose, you're actually winning, right? Paul, he's like, take this pain away from me. When you're weak, you're actually strong. And in the midst of your crucifixion, there is the greatest comfort that is provided for you. Paul doesn't want this congregation, and he doesn't want us. He doesn't want us to miss out on either because it's where the soul comes alive in the mission of God that others may see and experience him through our crucifixion and through the way in which we receive the comfort of Christ. Because the mission of Christ was about suffering and salvation. Both. Both. And we as humans live in this beautiful paradox that seems so confusing to our world. But when heaven comes to earth and invades, we are citizens of heaven, but we live here on earth. And we're inviting people into that narrative when we do and live out these things that Pastor Paul is talking uh, to us about. And so the question is this, are you receiving the comfort in the midst of the crucifixion? Are you receiving the comfort in the midst of the crucifixion? Father God, if we admit this is so hard, and we struggle so deeply. Continue to comfort us. You promise us to help us, Spirit, to be awake of the fact that you're comforting us in the midst of our pains and our hurts and our doubts and our fears so that we may fully live alive in this world. So, take a breath, reflect, and believe that the God of the universe is near to you.